the mitzvah to put the manera outside. Why put the manera outside? In order to publicize the miracle of Hanukkah, so it's a mitzvah to put the manera outside your house. Where exactly outside your house should it be? So the Mura says it should be by the entrance of your home. Why the entrance of your home? Because you wanted to um, express how you are publicizing the miracle of Hanukkah. And therefore, the manera has to be placed next to your home. How close to your home does it have to be? Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, It has to be at least a hand's breadth or less close to your doorway. Why a hand's breadth close to your doorway? Because it's farther away from your doorway. You can't tell if it was lit by you and your family or if it was lit by someone else who wants to just illuminate the street. It's just a street lamp. So therefore it has to be which side of the doorway should it be? So the Gemara says, two sides of the door. So the Gemara says it should be um, on the opposite side of the, of the mezuzah. Mezuzah is on the right, the Hanukkah candles on the left. So you should be surrounded by mitzvahs. So we have three halachas. Number one, is it supposed to be lit on the outside? Number two, where on the outside? Close to your entrance. Number three, which side of the entrance? On the... Um, the opposite of the mezuzah. So it comes out that that's the way the menorah, the mitzvah menorah was then, a mitzvah for the outside, in the outside, or but at least close to your house. However, the Chachamim established when the Jews moved from, from Israel to Morocco, to France, to wherever, and there was a lot of anti-Semitism. So because it was dangerous, so they established that we should light the menorah Instead of lighting it outside, we should light the menorah in our homes. Another reason, Tosu says, or in time of Tosu, Tosu says that they shouldn't light the menorah outside. Why not? Tosu says because there's your house, right? And there's a courtyard. So he says that they lived among Gentiles and among thieves who would steal the mezuzah on the entrance of the courtyard. There's no, there's no mezuzah anyways in the entrance of the courtyard. Where is the mezuzah? The mezuzah is at the entrance of your home. So therefore, light the menorah by your, not to the, the courtyard, right it directly by your house, and uh, there was where there is a mezuzah, and um, and and light it inside because there is so there shouldn't be anyone take, taking it and turning it out and turning it off or 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 it being dangerous that Jews lighting candles. What are they trying to do? So uh, that's what light inside. Now, you're lighting it inside your home. Where in your home should you light? So. You um, it says like this. It says that if you live in a home in the b- bottom floor, so you light the menorah at the entrance of of um, uh, in, in the time of I'm sorry, in the time of the Gemara when there was original um, lighting the menorah by the entrance of your home. That's if you live in the bottom floor. What if you live in the top floor, in the second floor? So you can't light the menorah at the entrance of your home. You don't own the entrance of your home. You, you, you're living on the second floor. So then you light the menorah in a window. So, um, so how come today we don't light the menorah? Uh, those living on in, inside a uh, a apartment building or on a second floor a duplex, how come we don't light the menorah by the window? So first of all, let's go a little deeper into the home. How the mitzvah is done inside our homes. You, we said before that when you light the menorah on the outside of your home, it has to be within a hand's breadth of the doorway. 
What about inside your home? Inside your home, and you're lighting inside, you're supposed to light next to a mezuzah, opposite of a mezuzah, but you don't have to light it in the hand's breadth of the doorway that's closest to the outside of the doorway. You can light it deep, there's a wall, it's like a thick wall, and that's the, uh, and, the, and the doorway extends, let's say, for a few feet, it doesn't have to be closest to the outside of the doorway. It could be deep within the doorway. Why? Because the whole reason had to be close to the outside of the doorway was because the purpose of the Manera was to illuminate the outside. It just had to be close to your doorway so that it, could, it should be noticeable that it's coming from your house. But now that we're lighting Manera inside, to publicize the miracle to our families, and admit the focus is inwards, so therefore it doesn't have to be it, it, it's only the only reason why you're lighting in the doorway is just so it should be opposite the mezuzah. And since you're lighting in order, lighting it within the, in the doorway, in order for it should be opposite the mezuzah, it doesn't matter if it's close to the outside of the doorway or in the middle of the doorway. It doesn't matter because the whole point of it is it should be just opposite the um, mezuzah. The what if there's no room in the doorway? What if there's a lot of manuras there and there's no room in the doorway? So the Ramah says. You could light it by next to any wall. If there's no room in the doorway, then light it just next to a wall. However, Chabad custom is that you light the in by the, by the doorway, and if there's no room in the doorway of the main room of your home, what's the main room of your home regarding Manera? The main room of your home regarding Manera, regarding many other halachas, is the room that you eat in. You find this also regarding the laws of Shabbos. Shabbos already, there is a special thing about the candles of Shabbos next to the um, in the room that you're eating in because you want to make that room more bright and more joyous. But also regarding the laws of Erev, for example, the halacha is that, let's say you want to make an Erev, a bunch of houses together, make one along one big Erev, that all these houses should be considered like one Erev. And you have some houses where people only sleep and they don't eat in. So halacha is, those houses do not need, don't need to be part of the Erev. Why? Because where is your main dwelling place? Your main dwelling place is only where you eat. You are where you eat. Making everybody hungry to go home to eat. Okay, sorry. What was that? So, the Erev is done in the room, in a house. What's considered a house? A house is a place where you eat. So, to regarding menorah, what's considered your, what's the main room where you have to light the menorah? You have to light the menorah in the place that you eat. If there's no room, the Ramah says, then light next to any wall. However, our custom, Chabad custom is no. You don't light next to a wall. You light specifically next to mezuzah. If there's no room in the in the opposing mezuzah, and there's no room in that room, then don't put it next to a wall. Put it, put it next to your bedroom uh, a door. But there sh- it should be next to mezuzah. Um, like in yeshiva, you have a, um, all these yeshiva students. Well, yeshiva is every yeshiva is complicated. The question is of what's what's safer. But um, when I started yeshiva, we lived in Manera in the in the place where we ate. Uh, but what if there's no room? There's 300 maneras there. So then you like the manera next to your in, in your in your dorm room, next to um, next to your dorm room, because it has to be in a doorway. It can't just be in the side. Make sure you don't create a fire. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, okay. The previous rebbe, he lit the manera in his office, and I was talking to Rebbe Eleven about this today, and he, he maintains that you are allowed to light a manera in your store. Because the previous Rebbe lit the manure in his office. It wasn't the room where he ate, wasn't the room where he slept, it was in his office. Uh, but I don't know if that's necessarily a proof because the previous Rebbe also lived in 770, lived in the, same, in the same place where he had his office. And it could be he ate in his office also. 
So I don't know if that's a proof for a regular store. I, I think that most opinions are that you can't light a menorah if in your in your store. If to light, I mean, of course, the best thing is light in your home. But the question is, are, is it still a mitzvah to light in, in, in your office? So so he he, he's, he is certainly more knowledgeable, and his opinion is yes, you can light the menorah in your office. Um, okay, so. Okay, so again, why are we light the menorah in the doorway? Because we want to be surrounded by mitzvahs. And we light it where we eat. Um, but why not light the menorah in a window? That was the original halacha, that if you live in the second floor, you light the menorah in your window. How come we light, light the menorah in our window? So the Rebbe once was going home from 770, and he's passed by 706 Eastern Parkway. In the fifth floor, there was an elderly chassid who lit the menorah by his window. And the Rebbe spoke a whole talk about this, uh, about, about, about someone lighting Monero by a window, and they explained why it's not our custom to do it. Our custom is not to light by a window. Why not? So they said several reasons. Reason number one, the Gemara says that Rav Kana was very careful to use a mediocre um, uh, myrtle for his lulav. Why did he, Rav Kana's student, use a mediocre, why? Because this, this uh, mediocre uh, um, myrtle was only kosher according to Rav Kana. And he wanted to show, my rabbi is right. The halacha is like Rav Kana. So it's considered a hither to use this, this myrtle, which was only kosher according to Rav Kana, in order to express his allegiance to his teacher, his faith in his teacher's um, halachic ruling. And so too, since the previous rabbi did not light by a window, so that's reason number one, not, like, not to light by a window, like, like next to the doorway. Reason number two, well, you light, a menorah is only kosher if it is under 20 amas. 20 amas is between 30 and 40 feet. So if you live in the seventh floor, or even less than that, you're already above 20 feet. So if you're trying to publicize the miracle to the people in the outside, it's too high. So the only people you're publicizing the menorah to is to your people in your home. And there is another thing, if you have, most menorahs are made with a back. So you put the menorah towards the window. No one outside is seeing the miracle of seeing a menorah because it's above 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet, whatever, 20 amas. People inside the house are also not seeing it because, it's, because the back of the menorah is preventing people in the home from seeing the menorah. And therefore, therefore, the best thing is, is not to light it uh, next to the window. Rabbi Levin said also, he said, when Rebbe gave this talk, I didn't see the talk myself, he said, Rebbe, Rebbe added another reason, which was not in the letter that Rebbe spoke about this him. He said, when you light, try to light a menorah and you have the menorah facing the window, you have to like lean over to do this. It could end up the sakonic be dangerous. Could burn your beard. The, the, the menorahs from not that long ago were usually like a, a, like some kind of a cabinet, a metal cabinet. They right. had glass doors, so the metal in the back, so you really didn't see it from the other side. Right. But like I said, you have to reach it from the, from the back to the front, so it could, yeah. it, it, it could be dangerous. Um, okay, so so. Um, Okay, so questions, one more question. Question is like this. How come we don't like manure nowadays outside? Nowadays, we're not concerned about, about, about any danger. How come we don't like manure outside nowadays? So there are people in Israel that do do this, like manure outside. However, uh, some people living in Kfar Chabad wrote to the Rebbe about this, and the Rebbe said that's not our custom. Even though originally that was the, the rule, that was the halacha at that point, but the halacha now, the custom is not to do it that way. In other words, it's not considered better to do it that way. Contrary, the better thing to do is what the custom is today, which is like the Manera inside. In a shul, 
we light the menorah on the um, south side of the shul, and the menorah is erected, it's, it should be from, going from east to west. Why there? Why the south side of the shul from east to west? Because we're lighting the menorah in commemoration of the menorah that was in the base of English. Where was the menorah in the base of English? It was on the south side of the Kodesh, and it was facing from east to west. But the way we light the menorah in the shul is very different than lighting the menorah at home. We light the menorah at home, uh, you do many things that are different to lighting them in, in, the, in the shul. For example, when you light a menorah at home, it takes a righteous yard site. Remember when I first moved here, I, my first question I asked my righteous was, um, how, um, uh, how tall is the, um, what, what's the best height for a menorah? So he's like, I don't know what kind of menorah your wife bought you. So how am I supposed to tell you? So, so how do you know that? I have no idea. But that's what actually happened. My wife bought me a menorah. And Halacha says, a menorah is supposed to be between three tzpachim and ten tzpachim. That's considered the optimum height. I don't know why it's the optimum height, but that's what it says. The optimum height is between three tzpachim and ten tzpachim. So if you have a big menorah, you can't put the menorah on a chair or on a table and then put it even higher because it's far above ten tzpachim. So the best thing to do, if you have a big menorah, is to light it from a lower place. That's in your house. What about in a shul? In a shul, you have the in a high place. In the Rebbe's, in 770, the was in a very high place. It was a very tall menorah. Why? Because the menorah in, in shul is a commemoration, of, not of the miracle of the menorah. It's a commemoration of lying the menorah in the base of English. There were, there were two different iconists. There were two different rules that Chum established. One rule they made was to light the menorahs at home to commemorate the miracle that happened there in the base of English. To commemorate the miracle that happened with the menorah in the base of English. Therefore, light the menorah at home. And there's another takana, another thing they established is to do something on Hanukkah to commemorate the way the menorah was lit in the base of English. And therefore, in the shul, there are a couple of things that are done differently. Number one, that it doesn't have to be, it's allowed to be higher, just as long as it's not higher than 20 amas. And uh, number two, um, you, don't, you, you don't do any mitzvah. It's not considered a mitzvah. Like, you made a bracha on the menorah in the shul, you go home and you say another bracha. Because it's not at all the mitzvah of lying in the air. The mitzvah of lying in the air, to commemorate the miracle that happened at that time, is only done at home. You cannot do the mitzvah in, in, in the shul. Instead, the shul mitzvah is more about a, a commemoration of the way the menera was lit. Um, okay, one last point, and that is... Oh, so what about lying in the outside in, in a in public menera lying in the streets? So some say that it's better to have minchar ma'irif before lying in the air. Why? Uh, because that way you make the street sort of like a shul. The Gemara actually talks about this. Gemara says, The Gemara talks about different levels of holiness. The Gemara says one of the levels of holiness is a street. Why is the street holy? Because it, it was a custom during a fast day to make a whole prayer service in the street, and therefore the street became a holy place. And it was a whole question about a cell street, not a cell street. Anyways, so in a similar way, there are those that say that if you're going to let them there in the street and want to make a bracha, best thing is that mincha and therefore to somehow make that place into a holy place. Any questions, comments? So you got your home. Time. No questions? No, you have to be on Zoom. Oh.